We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode... I was like, okay, this is it. Like, she really is going to – she's pissed. And she was so rude to the producer being like, I'm not going to talk to you until I can fix my hair and makeup. That is legitimately what she said. Is everyone ready for this? Like, are you ready for this, babe? Because I feel as though there are questions that have been left unanswered. Yes. That you want to know. So when Dom came out of the jungle – so Dom got eliminated, right? The Carrie Ann shit went down. Also, guys, welcome back to part two. Sorry, yes. Welcome back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> part two of the I'm a celeb, get me out of here, catch up with Dom. But part two is what we've all really been waiting for. You know, I've been waiting as well when Dom got eliminated. I just want to take it back as well because I remember the cack thing happened, right? All that shit went down. Yeah. Dicko got eliminated. Yeah. Dicko came out of the jungle and he was the first to say that you called Carrie Ann a cunt. He came out yeah. and he did his interviews, right? Colin Jackio. He mm. was the one who first said it. And then all the articles went ballistic. And then I was like, oh my gosh, Dom has called Carrie Ann a cunt. And I was like, a few people asked me, do you reckon Dom did that? Do you reckon? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, she probably did. And I had this thought that if that didn't happen, and if Dicko didn't come out and say all those things, would you have been eliminated? I had that thought because I was convinced that you were going to win. I was actually very surprised with the bottom two as well. And I don't know, maybe it's because I don't know uh, Liz and I don't know I don't know Harry. So going watching I'm a Celeb, I was like, Woody and Dom are going to be the top two because – I knew them. They're very current. You know, he's got the radio. You know, we've just come off maths. Like, I was just thinking it would be the most current people who would probably be Mm. voted the most. But I was wrong. I was actually very wrong there. But then I also thought maybe it's because of what happened with Carrie Ann and Dicko coming out and Dicko flooding the media and all that shit happening. And I do wonder if he didn't come out and say all of that stuff. Would it have been different? I mean, it's interesting and obviously we're never going to know. Never going to know. I do know that the voting was so, so close. I know that there was 30 votes between myself and whoever else was the second lowest vote. Honestly, I think it just comes down to when my trial aired and when I was eliminated and, you know, was I on people's screens? Was Mm. I, oh, save, you know, vote to save Domenica. Mm. And look, at the end of the day, when I was eliminated, mm. I was ready to go. Like yeah. that day I literally had had a conversation was, with Pete. I was shook. I was in bed by myself because my boyfriend was not there for the one time. He's always there and he just not wasn't there the night that you fucking left. <laughs> so I'm sitting in bed with my kittens and like having a good old laugh, you know, just sitting there thinking, yeah, yeah no, Dom, yeah, she's going to be staying. And the look on my face, my mouth just dropped and my phone started going off. My mum was messaging me. James yeah. was messaging me. Everyone was just like, hang on a second. Your mum was messaging me. We were both just I like, know. wait, I'm so thrown. I was so like caught off guard. I was not expecting that at all. Like if reality TV 
it has never shocked me. Reality TV, because I don't watch it, right? This is the first time where I felt like I was watching something and I was genuinely like, wow. Yeah. Look, 25 days, I was happy to get over 20 days. Like yeah. when, when we reached 20 days, I was so proud. I was like, mm. wow, 20 days in the jungles. And when Chris called out my name and said, mm. Dominica, it's you, you're eliminated, I was like, Okay. It was like I was at peace with it already. I don't mm. know. Maybe I just kind of knew. Yeah. Um, obviously, I would have loved to have won. Of course. I would have loved to get, uh, you know, a little bit further in so that my parents could have come over. Mm. And But you're still a winner to everyone. And that's that's what all of us, the sit with us community, we, we, you know, as soon as you eliminated, the Facebook group was going off. Everybody was just like, we are so fucking proud. No matter what, even just getting there past a day. Yeah. Do you know I what know, I mean? Really. Getting past the first week Ex- for me was just in itself was a really huge win. 100%. Um, and also the fact that I did six trials. You did the most trials. Everybody wanted to see you doing the trials. Yeah. And that's also why it didn't make sense to me because everybody wanted to keep seeing you on the screen. Mm. Everybody was supporting that. Everyone wanted to yeah. see you participating and doing all the challenges. So I was very shocked. Everybody was very shocked. Who knows what goes on behind closed doors? But look, guys, 25 mm. days I was in the jungle. I you know, raised awareness for my charity and I had the most incredible experience and, you know, obviously along the road created some drama and that's what we're going to be talking, that's about, what we're talking about in this episode mm-hmm. because I haven't spoken about it. I've, I've literally done one interview since I've come out. That was the project, which mm. I was contractually obliged to do. Yeah. Uh, and I've obviously kept tight-lipped on everything. I haven't said anything, uh, all of the stuff that I've actually wanted to say and I hate the term but my truth mm. and how – I felt during, you know, after how I feel now about everything. So I think it's going to be really cathartic to get this off my chest finally, once and for all. And um, Mm -hmm. also just have the discussion with you guys and see how you felt as well, Um, you know, all the viewers that Mm. watched it. And I remember when you came out, I think it was like a week after you were out and and everything was popping and... I remember I, I called you and like we we're on FaceTime and I hadn't even asked you yet. I was like, wait, babe, did you actually yeah, call her? Like, that, is this what's happened? Because I, I forgot about it. Yeah. So that that even with my family and everyone, like I called Izzy, like, and we just cried for like the first five minutes. Yeah. You know? But like, that wasn't the first question that yeah. anyone asked me. Like, that was like the furthest thing from what anyone of my loved ones wanted to know. Yeah. Then it was like, yeah, it really did happen. And then obviously I went into it. But to be fair, I didn't want to talk to my family and friends about it while I was overseas. Like, I yeah. wanted to have that conversation face to face. So, this is really nice that I'm here. I'm sitting down. Because we really haven't no, actually it, spoken. I've just kind of told you top line shit bit, of, of yeah. what's happened. But I really want to walk through this mm. um, from go to woe, from really. Um, because I think there was a lot more, obviously, than what was shown on TV. But I think there was just a lot more of the build up. The build up to why that happened and why I was so frustrated and all of that Mm. kind of stuff. So I think plainly, um, obviously, I did the trial with Carrie ann the day that she came in. Obviously, I know who she is. I used to watch her on TV, like on her show, Mm. like when I would be home from school and my mum would watch the show and – I've just I've obviously known Carrie Ann because then when I did Studio Ten I did a beauty segment with her, um, so I have met her before, and I obviously had this idea of who she was. I mm. had this idea that she is this kind of persona has been on TV for 
a long time, has been in the media industry through, you know, Kerry Packer times, like mm. in the 80s when it's like very male-dominated, very much you've got to do what you've got to do to get through as a female in the media during that time. So obviously there was a level of respect there. Mm. And, you know, I was very keen to get to know her or like get to spend time with Kerry Ann. Mm. Um, so we did the trial and we, we got up you know, we did the thing. I had to stick my hand in boxes and that and, was traumatising in itself. Traumatising as fuck. And I, I remember, I'll, oh. I'll never forget some of the faces that you pulled. Oh, oh my honestly, God. Honestly. Like, especially with the little cute little fluffy oh, rabbit. And I thought it was a tarantula. <laughs> I was crying. You're like, ah! And it's just I like was, this tiny little cute rabbit. I know. Just like, I know. Oh God, seriously. So I, I legitimately thought it was a tarantula though. <laughs> I, because I thought that it would be spiders. Spiders, um, give me snakes. Give yeah. me all the snakes. They were snakes. I, I d- they were like the catfish were ants. the worst. The ants were the worst because they were biting. Yeah. It was bad. And I remember you saying, Carrie Ann, I'm coming, I'm coming. Like, you know. Yeah, because you, she, the thing's rising with her. There's snakes in there. Yes. Like, I've got to I've got to do this. Yeah. You know, we've got to get the stars. Yeah. But also, ultimately, it's about the stars. Yeah, that's about the food. we need to eat. <laughs> yeah. Okay? We're starving. So yeah. I know it keeps coming back to the food, but it is. Yeah. It's all about the food. Yeah. So we did the trial and then once we're finished filming, we literally walk off set. And from the moment walking off set, I just knew something wasn't right. The energy was a bit off. Yeah. The the second we walked off set, I feel as though she'd walked like two feet away. Um, the producer obviously was there to greet us as we had to then go and do interviews after that. I was obviously so excited that we'd got so many stars. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, the they're, they're going to be so excited. Like that, Kirian didn't share the same sentiment, to be honest. I think she was ready to go and roll some heads because she wasn't expecting there to be snakes in the – in the she was not happy. She was not. She was not yeah. happy. Moral of the story was that she was not happy. She guys. was very much like you just put me in a fucking tub with snakes, like to Julia and Theo. Yeah, like fuck you. Yeah, like, it's like, like legitimately. And um, then they had that conversation. The two hosts, they were like, "We've been trying to get you on since season one," and she's like, "Oh well, like you know, you know, already making the comments." Yeah. Like, I'm here now, so, it took you, you know. And then, like, obviously when all that was, I was just thought, okay, it's just a bit of banter, whatever. But the moment we got off set and we were, this was like a real life, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, she really is going to, she's pissed. And the first thing she said to the producer, and I'll never forget it because the producer's just there trying to do her job, like mm. getting you to come and do the Voxy. And she was so rude to the producer being like, I'm not going to talk to you until I can fix my hair and makeup. That is legitimately what she said. And then walked away from the producer, like just walked off. Like, wow. I'm like, oh, if I just walked off, do I get to just walk off as well? Because like, where's my makeup? Y- and hair well, then. I mean, it was so odd. I looked at Tara, the producer, and I just go, that was so fucking rude. Like, she walked off to some tent or some shit. Oh. And I'm just like, I was like, is this fucking serious? Like, I was I'm like, did she just say that to you? Like, legit. I go, she's got no idea what's coming for her in the jungle. If she thinks that it's going to be what I say goes because yeah. it's not at all. Like, yeah. mate, you don't get to control anything. Like, yeah. mate, you're shitting in a box and you're having cold showers. Like, I Was don't Carrie know. Ann shitting on a box or did she well, have her own little toilet? Uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I didn't watch her shit. So yeah, yeah. it was so weird from the get-go. Mm. And, like, she didn't talk to me once we got off set. Like, she wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to be like, here. Like, congrats on crazy. putting your hands in all the yeah. boxes. Good work, babe. Good job. No, no, no. Uh, good job for getting me out of there. Um, so weird. Um, yeah. Then we get to camp, obviously, and... You know, it is what it is. She's got the rope around the, mm. the thing. And there was a like a Perspex box there, like a see-through box, and I could see that she had makeup in there. But I thought it had a lock on it. So I just thought, oh, it's it was a show. Stuff. But she actually had um, it. So I- the next day 
it became obvious to me that mm. the rules for her were different. For her were incredibly different. I also just started noticing, and it wasn't only me, and I know other people haven't spoken about it, and so people can say that I'm making it up or mm. that it's not true, but no one else is speaking about it because they don't have the beef or they didn't have, I guess, what happened between me and Cax. So, of course, I'm mm. going to say all of this. But to me it felt very much as though she wasn't trying to get along with the rest of the group. Like She didn't care. It didn't seem like she was – well, she definitely wasn't there to make friends. She definitely wasn't there to participate in the trials. It didn't seem like she was there to be a part of the team. She was speaking a lot to just the people that she knew. She wasn't branching out to kind of try and – get to know everyone else like we all did. Who were her buddies in there? Well, the only people that she knew were Pete, Dicko and Liz. So they were right. the people that she was pretty much talking to. Yeah. And that's why Dicko was like, oh, we've got to try and make her feel more welcome. Well, it's like you can only do so much to make a person feel welcome if they don't really want to feel fucking welcome. 100%. I don't know. I'm a big believer in yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. You know I mean? like, to me, she but it goes both ways. She like involve give, yourself. Yeah, she wasn't giving me the energy that she wanted to be involved. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that, I'll just put that out there. Like yeah. that That's the energy I was getting from her. Mm. Um, and it was very clear to us in camp that, you know, this is something that She's been asked to do many times. Mm. You know, she'd be making jokes. Well, yeah, I don't know why I'm here. All of this kind of stuff. Or cameo and, days. Yeah. Well, that was another thing I was just about to get into. Yeah. That. That's one thing I've told you. Yeah, yeah. Is that she would be sitting there. There was the one morning, and this was the morning of the ball eating, the food trial, trial. the food trial, the big day. I was sitting on my bed, and Carrie Ann and a few of the other people were sitting on like the park bench, and. Because we had started like etching in days into the um, the park bench, mm. so we knew kind of what day it was and the date. Which I was wondering that because I remember in some of the episodes, people would say, "Oh, we're on day so and so," and I was thinking, "How do they know? Maybe there's a big sign and it's telling them how many days no, they've been yeah. in there." But you guys were counting, yeah, because we knew the date that we came in, yeah, and then we were like, "Okay, so we're going to etch the days in. How many days and then the date?" So we figured it out. Uh. So we knew, um, and this particular day. And, like, leading up to this, obviously she was only there for a few days, but it just felt very much – and this is after the makeup conversation and, mm. like, the not being very involved and not wanting to do the trial with Aisha. And this is – yes. This is after that, which we only got six stars that That's night, right. not the full amount of stars. And she came, she came back to camp early Didn't even try herself. to do it. And this was also after her coming and sitting on your bed, having that conversation with you. So there's already been very little – Effort. Effort. Like no team effort at all. And she was talking a lot about, you know, like what she was going to be doing like for the rest of the year. Like, you know, I don't know, yacht trip and all of this other bullshit. But this one morning she was literally counting on her hands. At this point, I was just like, I'm, I'm a smart ass, and I'm just going to say it. Mm. But I was like, Karen, are you counting how many days are here so you know when you, your contract's done so you can leave and you know you'll get your money? Oh. And she just looked at me and kind of just gave this kind of like real bitchy smile. And oh I was like, God. yeah, because you know it's fucking true. Yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? So because it's in your contract, you've got to stay for a certain amount of days to get that tiered amount of money. Obviously, I'm not going to – I can't talk about what's actually in the contract, but yeah. it's, that's the gist of it. Yeah. And obviously everyone is able to – you know, negotiate their contract separately, yep. which is what you do in the workplace. You do that on a TV show. 100%. You do that wherever. Yeah. So I was just – because the entire time she would just be talking about, oh, I'm missing this golf trip or, you know, I've got a golf trip booked on the 28th in Port Douglas, so I need to be back home for that. 
Like she just so kept going on about that. So she knew she wasn't going to be here for the whole knew. time. Yeah, she knew she, she didn't want to be here. already. So I was already saying in my head, "Bro, why are you even here?" Like yeah. before it even came out of yeah, my mouth yeah. at the trial, <laughs> you're already. I'm saying already it. like, "Why are you even here then?" But no, no, not even you, but us as the audience. Like I was thinking, what is this woman doing here anyway? Then like she doesn't like, want to do the trial. She doesn't want to earn stars for food. Literally, like, what is the even point? And I felt as though Australia was going to keep voting her in to keep testing her to do the Which trials. Which was really interesting because I thought that they would stop voting for her so that they could get people who would actually participate so they can win. And another thing that was really weird to me was that Kerri-Ann said that she'd never watched the show. They The producers had to actually send her a link and she watched 10 minutes. So she'd never watched a full episode what? of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, yet agreed to go on the show. So I had all this information in my head. So I'm sitting there thinking like, does she actually – know what this show is about yeah like, does she know how the show works does mm. she know like what you actually have to do to you have to win food man because you're starving and like yeah. everyone's going mm. through all of this stuff so like, how many days in total was she there i actually don't know it wasn't I don't know that we long can even find out but like i don't even know and I, it wasn't that long Oops. it wasn't that long at all it okay. was, i don't even think it was double digit days to be honest right i think it was maybe potentially seven or Maybe even six. Okay. I don't know off the top of my head. And so you guys have been called to the eating trial. Yeah. So already my anxiety is heightened because mm. um, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I have like emetophobia. I have a fear of vomiting mm. myself. I have a fear of hearing people vomit, seeing people vomit. So my fear was that I knew I was going to have to eat this shit. Like I didn't want to eat it. I didn't. I knew <laughs> that it would make me throw up. I have a fear of vomiting. All of this, like plus it's, you're a vego. I know it's all brilliant, you're a fucking like, vego. All like, brilliant, great things. Like I knew going into this that the food trials were going to be my fucking worst hard. That was thing. that was going to be the hardest challenge for yeah. you. So I was already heightened. I was already anxious. I was like crying before I even left because I just I didn't want to not try at all because you needed to. You needed to try going into the jungle. I said to myself, "You are not not trying, Domenica. Yeah, like you go into everything and you give everything whatever what is your hundred percent and what you can." So even at the food trial, even though I technically didn't finish all of the things, I did the bite. bite them and swap. Like I did you tried. try. I'm proud of myself to yes. say that I did that. But it was a really, really tough day. Like I didn't eat lunch before I left. I was like shaking. I was so nervous. And then we get to the trial and coincidentally it's on a round table just like this with <laughs> fucking AstroTurf on it and it's like a, a tennis it's like spin, the bottle, spin the right? bottle. Spin the spin bottle. Spin the racket. It's been the racket. Yeah. It's like a ball game. Um, and then, you know, it then dawned on me that, oh, we're going to be eating types of balls. So um, mm. before we even started and before we even left the camp, Carrie Ann was like, no, not mm. doing it, not doing it. So straight from the get go, from the moment that her name came out of Chris and Julia's mouth, Carrie Ann was like, no, I'm not doing it. No way. This is no way. I'm not Just doing no. it. Just not doing it, not doing it. And Dicko was like, come on, Karen. Like, yeah, we got this. Come on, you can, you know, we're going to do this as a team. Like mm. the entire way. It was like an hour and a half before we even got there. And all he was doing was like, yeah, come on. So wow. it was just the, we the weirdest energy because it was like forcing someone to do this thing that they didn't want to do. Mm. In my head, I th was thinking, because clearly the day before, she went to the trial with HR, got there, mm. said the words and then came back. So didn't even do anything. Mm. So... In my head, I'm thinking, in Italian, you say the faccia. Like, what kind of hide this person has to keep doing this and just 
enjoying the camp life. Like, oh, yeah, mm. I'm loving the camp life, but I don't want to do the trials and get dirty and messy yeah. to win food, to like, you know. To eat, survive. You know, to survive and to add to the group. Yeah. Mm. Can you imagine if all of us were like, you yeah, know, we, we love camp life, but we don't yeah. want to do all of that. Yeah, you rock uh, up each time pro- and you say no. Could you imagine? So in my head I thought, what a facha this this chick's going to have mm. if she – doesn't say the words before we leave, but goes to the trial just so she can stay another day. She actively knew what she was doing. Mm. By not saying the words in camp, mm. she knew that, okay, I can be here another day. That way I'm here for another day. It's another day. Knocked off my own numbers. Yeah. Okay. And I can make it back to Port Douglas by the 28th to pay my golf. Golf. Right. With my friends. Friends. So we're sitting down. Who, who, who goes first again? Dicko. Dicko goes first. first. Dicko smashes it. He chomps it, it down. That he eats amazing. it like he loves balls. Like, and then Woody there goes. Were, there were a few little fucking uh, like um, gags. kind of gaggy bits. And I'm just Look, sitting there I'll going. be honest. It looked pretty fucking disgusting. They were veiny. They looked a bit purple and raw and like a bit they off. They were cooked. They were cooked. And boiled, all, t- boiled. All of the trials that we do are all tested of and course. tried by people. Like all of the food is, is food safe. Like. I but just want to premise that because obviously why would they feed us shit if we're course. on a TV show? So, like, you know that you're biting into something that's not going to kill you. You're not going to get ill from it. It's just the texture, the smell, thinking about where it's come from. Like, I'll exactly. say it's, it's thinking about all that stuff. So when I was I was 15 and I spent some time in China, we did, like, boarding school over there and I ate cow's testicles cooked on the street in China and just put onto a um a stick. Like but any, any, like, marinade? I don't remember. It was just kind of... Kind of like, oh, maybe like some sauce. Because or my nonna, like, they eat. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's like an a delicacy off- in it some is. countries. It's, an, it's awful. Like, you know, in growing up in in Italian culture, like you eat everything of the animal. Like, yeah, you, you know what I mean. You don't waste anything. You eat I, it all. I completely get that. It's just in this environment. Like, even at my dad's 60th birthday, he had the lamb testicles, but coated and crumbed and deep fried. Wow. And, yeah. And, so and they were all yeah. eating them, and I'm yeah. like, okay. And they're like, yeah. And, and all my family's like, haha, try Dominica. If I had known that on my dad's birthday on the 19th of March that I would have then had to do a trial that changed my life yeah. with fucking balls. And these balls, the ones that came out on the plates in front of you guys, look, they looked oh, pretty dude, fucked up. Dude, I had a blue ball. Yeah, I know. You see that blue ball? That, and someone ate a zebra's dick. I remember there was a zebra's dick yeah. on there. And that Adam was really – Adam ate it. Oh, my God, that was he's so amazing. fucked up. He did it. He did I'm going to say that was really fucked up. And he's a spewer too. That was actually – that was probably the most disgusting thing I, on the show. I think the most disgusting say. thing for me was watching Woody continue to eat the, the, ball? the ball. Oh, he was just going in for oh, it. But no, after that he was gagging. But I he mean, was he, like, he was probably starving like I was as like, well. I was like, Woody, do not spew in front of me, mate. Yeah. Put the bucket on that side so I do not see that ball come back up. There was some pretty messed up things that you guys drank, consumed, digested, and yeah. you know. But back to that yeah. that round table and that day, it was a very tense environment because mm. even before we started, before the first ball came out, mm. Karen, she. Got to the trial, didn't say the words before she left, all well knowing she was not going to push a ball in her mouth. Can I also ask how long yep. is there in between when you're all sitting there and Chris and Julia are like, welcome to the trial, blah, yep. blah, blah. How long in between, because then the cameras do that thing and then it comes back yep. when you actually are starting the trial. Is there like a really oh, long time? No, not that long, like maybe uh, 10 minutes maximum. Oh, okay. Once you're on set, it's, it's, it's pretty go, go, go. Yeah. Like, yeah. But before like... So, like, we'd come in and it was actually during that time, during the time of, like, them doing, okay, this is what the challenge is, camera zones out and they've got to reset. Yeah. That was the moment that 
it really dawned on me that Karen wasn't going to even do give anything it a go at all. Because mm. um, I just remember Dicko being like, come on, Karen, you've got to give this a try. And she's like, no, I told you I'm not doing it. I've told them before I'm not doing it. That was what she was saying. I've, I've said this before, I'm not going to be doing this. I told them before I, I came d- here. I actually That's feel like the- I remember they, they've showed, I think they did I think show they her showed- saying, I told them and I'm thinking, who's them? Well, the head Contracts. bosses, the head of yeah, Channel the 10. People, I don't know, yeah. like fucking whoever, I don't yeah, know, Ghost yeah. in the Corner, who could be anyone really. Mm. And I was so defeated by this point. Yeah. We hadn't even got the balls yet. And I was so defeated, like I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I'd lost my voice. Mm. I'm like feeling like shit knowing that I'm going to have to eat whatever – weird disgusting stuff is going to come in front of me mm. it's a humbling experience because mm. it's it's bloody tough and what and, did it taste like babe uh do you remember or do you kind of black out a bit so because for lucky me i got two of them that landed on me in a row so the first one was a cricket ball that's right uh, i bit into the cricket ball the crickets it was were, like red it was disgusting i don't know what it was it was like rotten tofu i bit into it it was like a gelatin with crickets because you had red on your teeth i remember honestly i was like is that blood honestly it was the worst thing i've ever put in my mouth i chewed on the crickets I was like, okay, it's not so bad, but then the taste of the rotten tofu or whatever that tofu shit you, was. You, you took a chomp. like you. It didn't look like you hated it. Well, I was like, come on, get it in. Yeah. But then once it was in, I was like, there's no, I couldn't swallow it. I couldn't. That one I couldn't swallow. Yeah. Look sharp. It was it was like not prickly. it was not nice and also I was biting into it and it was like all falling apart and I'm just yeah. like come on come on and I had like all shit falling to oh, yeah I disgusting. know <laughs> it was honestly disgusting and like in that one I was really crying because before I left Isabella my best yeah. bestie wrote in my shoe don't say it that's right she did and they didn't show it on the thing but. Because it's a lot longer than what yeah. they show on the TV. But I was sitting there and I'm like crying and I've got this in my mouth and I'm like, is he so darn safe? <laughs> and I was like so against because I didn't – I thought if I said it that I would go home, but it wasn't. You just you, you, you just have got to pass. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I was, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Isabella. I'm so, like I just didn't want to disappoint her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I really had to get out of myself to mm. get through all of this shit. Like I had mm. to not think about me. Yeah. I had to think about who I was doing this for. For, yeah. And the people that were watching me every day, you know, yeah. my family, my friends, you guys. Yeah. So then the, the next one comes Oof. out. Of course it, get, it lands on me. Like yeah. I just love my life so <laughs> much, okay? And then like, out comes a blue ball. The blue ball, blue veiny ball. Yeah, blue veiny, veiny ball. Don't know what the blue fucking gooey shit on it was, mate. Don't want to know. Um, oh. Picked up this fucking thing. It's cold. It's hard because obviously it's been boiled. And I just go, oh, I fucking ball. hate my life so much. And I, I was sitting like how I am right now. like Yeah, you I, had your leg up. Because I, 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 that's where I'm most comfortable. I'm yeah. like, okay, get, get in a comfortable position, Dominica, yeah. and just try. like. And, like, I pick this fucking thing up, almost slips out of my hands, and I'm like, all right, I can't not. Like, I just – I didn't want to go into any trial – let alone the food ones, and not try. Mm. So I bit into it, I'm chewing on it, and it honestly tasted like urine to me, oh. but like a weird type of – it was like it had this uriny kind of taste to it. Mm. It had a very like – Salty? No, not salty, very like pungenty. I don't mm. know. And at this point, Carrie-Anne declined because it had spun on her. No, so this by this time – I was a second ball. Then it got to Dicko again and he had to eat the, the third one. By that time, it hadn't landed on Woody or Carrion. Out nice. comes the kudu ball. So the kudu is like this, like a main animal in, in Africa. The meat eaters in camp ate kudu a lot. Like it was one of the meats that came down a lot. Mm. Um, but this is a kudu ball. Comes out in a tennis ball thing. You know how they put tennis balls in those canisters? Yes. Comes out in that, but it's not tennis balls. It's a fucking ball of a 
of an animal. Yeah. Okay. That's a right. four-legged fucking animal. Yeah. Anyway, so the, this one was real. So the first ball I ate was zebra. This one was kudu. And this one had a lot of veins on it. Uh. And then Chris and Julia tell us, all right, guys, this is all or nothing. All of you guys, all four of you, need to eat the ball in order to get the rest of the points. At this point, we had three stars. We were really defeated. It was tough. Like, we just knew three stars for 13 people mm. is, is soup, is, is nothing. Like, it's pretty sad. And obviously, Woody started eating his ball literally pretty much downed finished, it. downed it, right? Yeah. Then Dicko was like, all right, I'm going to go in and try. While Woody was eating his ball, Karen was like, no way, I'm not eating it. Mm. There's no point, you know. And then what did she keep saying? Like, oh, you've been wanting this all day. Yeah. Like. Yes, she was and saying I was that. Like, that's, yeah. once again, so condescending as well. Yeah. Like, of course he's been wanting it all day, like to win food for the yes. camp and also to oh, do a trial. Because he wants to eat a fucking ball because he's thinking about the outcome. Yeah, and also to do a trial, get out yeah. of camp, like yeah. have some fun. Like, oh, Jesus, lady. Mm. And, you know, then Dicko was like, all right, give it a go. Dicko bites into it. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. Like, come on, if this means that we can get four points, mm. I'm going to give it a try. And I bite into it. She's still going, being like, there's no point. Yeah. I'm not eating it. What she kept saying to me was, you're never going to finish it, so I'm not even going to eat mine. I'm That's not right. even going to try. Mm. In my head, I kept thinking, oh, my God, even if she just tries, maybe they'll give us one star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe I just, give you something. That's what I kept saying to her. I'm like, just carry on, just try it, please. Like, come on. Yeah. Try it with me because maybe they'll give us one star or they'll give us something. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, That's what I would have thought too. Yeah. If they, if people are going to try, they may reward you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So mm. in my head, I'm like, come on, Karen, just bite into it. Just try it. And then I try it. I fucking swallow it. She's not going to go. At this point, I was really frustrated. Yeah. I was frustrated not only in Karen, but I was also frustrated in myself because mm. this was the toughest thing I've ever done. It was disgusting. It was really, really hard. I was just really disappointed in the lack of group and team mm. effort. I just – Hated sitting there the entire time across from another person who clearly didn't want to be there, had mm. no intention of, you know, actually doing the trial. Yeah. No intention whatsoever. Just yeah. wanted to be there so then she could go back to camp and just enjoy camp life continuously. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, why. Holiday. Like, is that, the kind of ho- is that the kind of holiday No, it's not the kind of holiday are? that I, I, I mean, like, doing. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, weird. Um, and I guess, yeah, that's when I just really just – she said something like, I'm not going to do it. No, no, I'm not. And then you're like, well, what are you doing here, bro? Or like, bro, why, why are you even here? here, bro? I don't know. Yeah. And she's or, like, oh, well, I don't have to answer to that or something like that. Yeah, she I don't have that, to answer you or something, yeah, something like that. Like, okay, well, it just it, – and it kept getting more and more condescending by yeah. the moment. Um, and then, I mean, the only thing she had to come back at me with was, I can leave you my makeup. And I oh. guess – Yes. That's when the famous line was, well, no, I don't I, want your 1989 Revlon lipstick, doll. Yeah. Um, I which I don't know where that came from. It just came When uh, she from said, I deep- can le- leave you my makeup, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, did, what did she expect? Like, I'm sorry, du- like, seriously, what did you expect? Did you ex- expect me to sit there across the table and like, not say anything back to that? Like, she's that, that, that lady, she's she bit back. Like, do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but, like, she's, but she's used to people not ever saying anything back to her. Right. So is she, like, known to be outspoken in ways sometimes? 
I mean, outspoken is one word you could use to describe Kerry Ann Kennelly. I think, you know, she hosted a, a talk show, like a daily talk show, mm-hmm. where they would have like cooking segments and have like celebrities and interview people like that. So it's just like a morning show, okay. kind of like Ellen DeGeneres, but I guess not on the same kind of scale or like it, it was more for like middle-aged women at home kind of thing you okay. know, every morning. And is she current? Like is she still on TV? No, she's not on TV at the moment. Like, well, obviously, obviously other like apart from I'm a Celeb, no. has she not been on the screens for a really no. long time? Okay. No. And the thing that I guess obviously I knew about Karen coming into the jungle was obviously like, yes, her media career, but I think the thing that's probably stuck in the front of my memory is the current things that she said about Indigenous Australians and the idea about, you know, Australia Day and her, her very backwards ways of thinking, mm. which I think is pretty embarrassing, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, to be such a public figure mm. that she is or that she says she is and mm. to have um, opinions that are quite damaging towards First Nations people. A person of her career stature, I guess you could call it, is quite – it's damaging mm. because there are people that will listen to her opinion mm. and will take that as Bible and mm. I guess – use that to spread hate towards mm. minorities in this country. And yeah. I, the country that's given her a platform yeah, uh, and it's given her a career. Mm. So that was first and foremost in my mind of when Carrie ann came in. That was the yeah. first thing that I thought. And I had this conversation with Bianca, who is a First Nations woman, mm. and um, it was something that I was eventually going to bring up mm-hmm. with Carrie ann I mean – we're in the jungle. We have those difficult conversations. I had that conversation with Dicko about Paulini. Yes, um, you know, saying that he would have been cancelled if he had that. If he made now. that comment now, like I still think, yeah. think he got away with it too much back then. Like, and I also think that the jungle, the show, it's a great place where such a diverse group of celebrities or well-known yeah. people are there yes. to talk about some really big things that may have happened in their career. Exactly. Like it's a great – it's raw. Like you have the opportunity to share your story yeah, and on this TV show. That's why I loved, you know, yeah. talking about my maths yeah. journey and like everything that happened yeah. to me. Yeah. And everyone spoke about things that have happened in their life, you yeah. know, whether that be Liz Ellis with her struggles with um, infertility mm. and Nathan speaking so beautifully mm. about his struggles with coming out as yeah. um, a queer person. Yeah. Um, so that was a really interesting – conversation yeah. that, that I had, you know, and that we all had with Nathan Each other about as well, yeah. though, all of you together. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't think, like, much of Carrie Ann coming into this because yeah. obviously I haven't seen her on TV mm. for a while. The last thing I'd seen on TV of Carrie Ann was when she was on Studio 10 a few years back and yeah. did say some pretty horrible things about First Nations people. Yeah. And just some really backwards thinking, like real. It just didn't sit right with you. It, it didn't sit right with me. Yeah. And I just think I really love having debates and having those mm. conversations with people. That's where magic happens. And I love mm. educating myself. And if, if I could learn something from Carrie and I, of course, like I would have loved to have that conversation. Mm. We never got to have that conversation because, you know, of, of the way things went down. And back to the, the food trial, yeah. I guess, you know, I was very frustrated. I. Yeah. I felt as though she continued to be condescending. I felt as though she was being condescending and not respectful to both Dicko and Woody also. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that they were sticking up for the group and or themselves, to mm. be honest. And I just was like, wow, you are such a cunt. Yeah. That's how I said it. I yeah. go, wow. 
So at what point? That was what I said. Wow, you are such a cunt. Okay. So we've confirmed it. Dom did say that. Yes. Um, Because there was, you know, speculation. People weren't sure. It was very much everybody else had said it, but you hadn't yet. Right? So at what point? So you've eaten. You've done it. You're like. What are you even here doing? What are you doing here, bro? Everyone's like pretty shook. I see Chris and Julia are pretty shook. Like the look on Chris's face was like he'd never seen anything like it in TV mm. before, because it's confrontation and people get uncomfortable in those situations, right? Yeah. Well, even if you're just a bystander, you know, like it can be yeah. Uncomfortable. People don't like confrontation. Yeah. I completely get that. Uh, the, the whole, I guess, conversation went for a lot longer. Yes. Um, before I said that word, I just. I was voicing to her that I felt as though she was very selfish and that she's the most selfish person that I've met. Yeah. And I know that she said a few things when she got back into camp about the fact that she nursed her husband when he was ill, mm. um, which is a selfless act and I completely um, agree and mm. and that's fine. But I didn't know Carrie-Anne when she was nursing her husband mm. through sickness. I know the Carrie-Anne that's sitting across from me that doesn't want to even try mm. um, and that's not the first time that she hasn't tried. Yeah. So the Carrie-Anne I know... Mm. which is what I'm judging you on. I'm not judging you on your 40-year um, career. I didn't know you back then. I know yeah. you right now. Mm. Um, and I find that incredibly selfish. Mm. And so I guess she kind of kept coming back with other things, you know, whatever that may be. And I just – that's when I said – Wow, you're yeah. such a cunt. Yes. And then what happens next? You're sitting on the table. What's, you know, everybody's reaction? Woody, Dico – Julia, Chris. I mean, everyone's mouths are kind of to, to the, the floor. floor. Um, <laughs> obviously, Chris and Julia are getting, you know, spoken, in spoken the to ear. in the ear. Mm. I was pretty fucking pissed off by this point. I Obviously, they didn't show it on the thing, but I kind of like walked off. I was like, I can't. They edited that very well. Yeah, they edited it very well. Because I did not. It did because not. I walked off and was like, can I please get an anti-noise shot? I, don't, I can't sit here across from her anymore. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I, I can't. It was just the looks. Mm. Like she, she was just so condescending the way she was looking at me. I just felt completely like she was looking at me like I'm just some like teenage mm. piece of shit, like elitist. It was just so elitist and... Mm. Ugh, like it made me like that made me feel more nauseous the way that she was acting towards me than eating that ball. Mm. So a lot more obviously happened. And then um, Chris and Julia say, all right, guys, you've got three stars. You can head back. Pretty awkward. Pretty vibes. awkward. Pretty yeah. awkward. Um, then Dicko, Woody and I get up and walk off and Carrie Ann continues sitting at the table. Uh, we walk off where we're told to walk and wait to do our voxies and – the producers come and meet us and I see people running around and like, you know, the bigger produ- like a few of the other bigger producers coming down and I was just like I was pretty upset. Yeah. I was upset because I let my anger get to me. I was upset because of the language that I had used and the way I'd art- I had articulated myself. Mm. And I was just really emotional. Like I just the whole environment was just the day was so exhausting. You'd be fucking defeated by that point. I was defeated as fuck, knowing like, that we were coming back with three stars. Yeah. We were going to eat, be eating fuck all. It was so depressing. And so Dicko, Woody and I, we're all together. We eventually do our voxies. Mm. We do our interviews. We're kind of held back a little bit. Obviously, by this point, we realised that carrie was not coming with us mm. in the same car back to camp. A little bit. Later on, it was a very long day. We were waiting around for a lot. Um, mm. About 20 minutes later, I was like, I kind of just want to have a debrief with the psychologist that's mm. on on site. The psychologist is there at every trial. He's 
always watching and he goes through all of the footage every day mm. to make sure that everyone's um, mental well-being is being looked after, which I think is amazing. That's great. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to have a chat with him and I just wanted to kind of debrief about it and how I was feeling and how mm. I guess because I was beating myself up a lot because at this point I knew that Kerian was going back to camp before us mm. and obviously I was more than aware that she was going to go there and put her spin on things and once again, just like maths, I would yeah. be walking into a group of people that have heard this story and mm. have made their opinions potentially. Yeah. I remember watching this scene when Carrie Ann did go back to campsite, you know, <clears throat> standing up on the little podium, mm. sharing her story, getting emotional and whatnot. And obviously us as viewers, like we saw what had just happened with you and her. We we knew what had happened and she had the opportunity to go back to camp and I guess tell some white lies and mm. add a bit of sugar on the story yeah. and to make you look a certain way. I understand that. She yeah. wanted to really stick the, the boot in or stick the knife in, whatever yeah. you want to bloody call but it. But like, I just don't understand why people do that on TV when it's like, babe, there's cameras rolling. Like, duh. Like, you can't lie on television. It's like, what happened on maths? Like, I understand it's from like people who don't understand reality TV, but like, once again, do your research. Come on, you're not that silly. It's if reality. You've a, if you've had a career in the media for that long, you can't be that silly. Like, I don't know who your manager is I don't know who's giving you a debrief of what you're potentially getting into like it, it was very mm. odd to me the whole situation like everything about it so that was really confronting yeah. to me because I was very anxious I was uh, to be honest I really wanted to Valium at that point because I was like yeah. this is a lot like I'm walking back into an environment that I know is going to be quite yeah you know I, I don't know I don't want it to get toxic I don't want it to become like this I don't remember who it was it was one of the guys in the group saying let's just wait till Dom gets back. Someone said something and I was like, thank God. Like one person was like, okay, let's just wait, you know, see what Dom has to say. Because then Carrie-Anne was like, okay, well, I'm leaving now, goodbye. And then she left and everybody was standing around a bit shook, you know, kind of chatting about what's happened. Someone did say, though, let's wait for Dom to come. Yeah. And, And, you know, like obviously I've watched it back and, Mm. um, you know, a few of the people that that were there told me kind of what was said and, you know, all of it, mm. um, not just the edited version yeah. on, on the TV. But it was, you know, kind of, yes, sticking the knife in. Mm. Domenica was never going to do it, so why should I even try? Mm. I've never been spoken to like that. I don't know what kind of sheltered world she's living in. And I don't know. I find that hard and to I, believe. I find that very hard to believe, yeah. seeing as though she came, you know, big in like the 80s, 90s, where it was like Kerry Packer in the world of like, mate, they're all like, drinking scotch at 9am in the morning and they're mm. like slapping women's asses mm. and you know what I mean like I, it just it, I don't believe mm-hmm. that for a second yeah I'm um, obviously it's a very harsh word I get that yeah. I apologize for using that language mm. I don't apologize at all for how I felt yeah. I don't apologize for getting my point across yeah I just wish I had done it in a different way mm-hmm. I, I stand by everything I'm I'm not gonna like bow down and be like yeah she's mm-hmm. TV royalty have you obviously you've you know checked out Google when you came out was there any articles that shocked you was there anything that you read and you were like that's fucking um, stupid no there was this 3AW radio interview um, that my mum told me about when I came out of the jungle that this guy Peter Ford who apparently knows Carrie Ann and he's oh. some like entertainment reporter mm. like oh, I don't to be honest I don't know who he is yeah I just know that he's that's his name he came out and was saying some pretty I mean hectic stuff about everything and saying that like you know she's traumatized and that she's in therapy and all of this kind of stuff yeah. I, I don't I don't know if that's true I mean if she, if she is I mean 
therapy is always good for everyone that Therapy's does it. Great. I think it's not going to hurt anyone. And, we all need a little bit and of And maybe that. the you know the money that she gets from the jungle can go into into that therapy because mm. I think everyone needs to do a bit of um, soul searching. And I know she would have gone on a golf trip to Port Douglas, oh. so that would have been good for her to get mm-hmm. some time off. Mm-hmm. And and have you spoken to Carrie Ann? No, have not spoken to Carrie Ann. Would you speak to her? Like if she reached out to you for some I don't even know what, would if she wanted to have a good old chat, would you chat with her? Look, I would be willing to sit down and chat with Kerry and I'd be willing to sit down with her and not talk about this, but I'd like to talk about her elitist views. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I think she finds the generational gap, and this isn't even because we've had a conversation about it, this is just from my vibes from what I get from her, Mm. is the generational gap that I'm better than you because I've put in the hard yards. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very poor attitude to have. I think Mm. if everyone in society had an attitude like that, we'd be nowhere. Yeah. I've been brought up in a working class Mm. uh, household where I've never voted Liberal in my life. I'm a Mm. Labor voter, elbow all the way. I believe in looking after the the small people because they're the people that help this country up. Mm. I know she has a very different view to that. That's what I'd talk about. Mm. I wouldn't be having a conversation with her about why I called her a cunt. Mm. But no, I apologise for using that word, but I don't apologise for anything else. So, I mean, the ball's in her court. But uh, I've heard things through um, little birdies that she's not too happy with other people from the jungle saying things in interviews. And mm. Well, look, I, I, don't, don't, I don't think that she'll be jumping on any uh, reality TV, uh, that's for sure. No, and, and look, think I think, that but do your research. Yeah. Do your research, doll. It's kind of have an idea what you're getting yourself it, into. It's not that hard. Like, yeah. I'm really surprised if yeah. she keeps saying that, oh, they've been asking me for nine years. And yeah. Well, if they've been asking you for nine years, you'd think you know what the show's about. Yeah, and I don't think so. I'm, stop talking yourself up and being like they've wanted me for years. Yeah. Oh well, seriously. Well, she did a she did herself Please. absolutely no favors by going on the show. I will say, coming from someone who has no idea who this woman is, she did absolutely no, no favors for herself. I don't know if she went on there to like reinvent her, her career or, or, ruin her, or like end like her just career. to kind of like fill in some time, <laughs> like so that she's like kind of on that side of the world, so that she can fly to a, like a yacht. I don't know. It's still to be seen why she even went there. Yeah. When she had no intention of actually ever doing anything. Very, very interesting um, um, choices. But, it, you know, look, it made for... <sighs> it made great TV. And, look, I said this to you, you know, when you came out, and it's the same with maths as well. You know, the show wouldn't have been as outstanding as it was without you. And oh, thanks, babes. But <laughs> I mean, look, I could have done without not having that that drama in there, to be honest. Yeah. Do you know why, though? Because in the jungle, you were kind of from everything. I didn't know what was happening on the outside. I of thought, course. I'm, fu- I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucked. fucked. <laughs> it's like, you know, I was freaking out. Yeah. I'm like, my career's over. They've What have they done? Like, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I was really... And even if you watch a show, the next few episodes, you kind of don't really see you me don't. a lot because I'm, I was... And I did say, I remember I was me, very down. me and my partner did, we actually picked up on that yeah. after the Carrie Ann stuff. We were like, oh, Dom hasn't been around. Where yeah. is she gone? Yeah. Like, we kind of lost you there yeah, for a few days. I, I had to kind of just take myself off a mm. lot and just not kind of be involved in a lot of like the big, like yeah. intense conversations because I just wasn't there mentally. Like I yeah. was really struggling. After the Carrie Ann thing... There was a day, and it was probably like day twelve or something, where I was I was ready to leave. Mm. I was like, I'm going, like I need to go. Yeah, I can't be here. This is not good for me. I don't want to traumatize myself mm-hmm. further. Mm-hmm. But I think that something clicked after I had a chat with the psychologist, and I just was like, you know what? This is going to be the best thing I've ever done for mm. myself. The testing myself, the showing myself that I have that strength within. Mm was so priceless. And we know 
how hard it was for you in there. Like we know hands down every time we were watching you do a challenge and we were all talking about it in the Sit With Us group, everyone was just like so beyond proud. Everybody was always talking to your mum in the group and we were always telling her like how proud we are and the videos were just hilarious of your mum watching Watching you do the challenges that is you honestly, filmed. like they were just hilarious. They're like, the best memories she was that I have. off the couch on one of the. It, it was just so good, so amazing. I mean, I far out. I gave my my mum a few heart attacks there because she yeah. was so worried, especially after the Carrie Anne thing. Yeah. She was, oh my god, I hope Dominic is not going to lose her career. Like, mm. what what does this mean? Yeah. So apologies, mum, for that. But I think. The whole experience taught me so much. I'm glad I did it. Obviously, there was a lot more dramas than I had ever thought imaginable, to be honest with you. I thought this was the most drama-free thing ever. So did, we, so did, so did all of us. All of us. We, but we, you know what? I didn't go in there thinking, oh, I'm ready to create no. drama. It just happened. It was like your emotions are heightened. Of course. You're, you're bloody starving, okay? Yeah. You are starving. Please, people, put yourselves in yeah. my shoes. You are so hungry. And at this every, point, you do anything. You, you do anything will, for the food. Like when I say you will do anything, I ate a fucking blue ball. Yeah. All right? You ate a blue ball. I walked on that plank, man. Yeah. I was willing to walk on a plank thinking I was walking. Um, oh. Badger got bitten by a snake. Yeah. Like you do anything in I was there. in a pit with 65 snakes. Yeah. Like you kind of just, it, and we none of us can even try to understand what that really felt like. So hats off to you, babe, for going into the jungle. First of all, saying yes. Like <laughs> even crazy. that's like the first step, you know, you get asked or offered this once-in-a-lifetime yeah. opportunity to go to South Africa doing all this crazy shit that people would never do in their entire life. Yeah. And that's the first step is saying yes, and you said yes, and that's massive. Yeah. And you made it 25 days in. You got to be in Africa for like a month, yeah. which is even more epic because, you know, some of us also don't ever get to go there, see the animals that oh. you saw, be in that wild environment with these celebrities, with the pressure. Like the whole experience is incredible. Yeah, I've come out of this with incredible new friends, yeah. amazing, like this strength that I never knew that I had within yeah. myself. A shrunken stomach, which I can't even eat normal yeah. food still, guys. That's a whole other thing. We'll talk about that later because yeah. I don't know. It's going to take me like three months apparently. It's a refeeding. Don't go there, girlfriend. I don't even know. Yeah. There's so many things that come with, you know, being in the jungle for that mm. long and being so far isolated from all of the stuff mm. and all of these things that we have in our lives but it's the best thing I ever did and honestly the strength that I had in the jungle was because I knew that everyone back home was rooting for me Mm. our sit with us family Ella my mum my dad my Mm. brothers my special someone all of my amazing friends were cheering Mm. me on and I felt that love all the way from Africa Mm. and every time we would go live and every time Chris and Julia would come into the into camp and I knew everyone would be watching. It would just be the highlight of my day every yeah. day, knowing that everyone would be watching live and they'd get to see me and yeah. it, would, it just felt in that moment that I was at home Yeah, and I was with you guys Yeah, because like, I knew you would be watching me. It was, the, it was the best feeling. And it was like, I think, I don't know, maybe one or two eliminations, you guys clicked on to that, oh, my God, it's live. Because yes. we didn't know that that was live. We it's actually fully live. And fully live. you guys started saying, oh, love you, mum, or, like, miss you. Or, yeah. And, like, when yeah. the cameras would hit you. And then yeah. you said, like, miss you, Ella, love yeah, you, Ella. And yeah, I was yeah. like, ah! I know. It was so cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I was missing you so much, babe, honestly. Like, oh, my I just, gosh. I was missing you so much. But I just kept, like, when I would be doing the trials and when they were so tough, like, the one that I did, was, which was the slide, Oh, that was like ha- fun. No, I hated that so much. What? I hated that so much because the first time I did it, I hit my head and they thought I had a concussion. Oh. So you don't see that on TV. 
I really fucked myself up. Like oh. for, I had a ne- I had to be taking neurofins for like a few days. Oh, yeah, Liz, fun. Liz Ellis was actually like fucking putting cream on my back. She was putting in that Dankerub. Well, Volta- oh. Voltaren. Voltaren. Put, no, Voltaren. Yeah. I felt that was pretty iconic. Like I've got this netball champion rubbing Voltaren <laughs> on my neck. They should have aired that. Like, it was pretty iconic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the second time that I did it, I was so traumatised because your brain's like, no, you're not doing it again, yeah. dumbass. You hurt yourself. Yeah. Why are you going to do it again? But every kind of trial that you do is, is one like yeah. that. Because it's like, why are you putting yourself in this situation? Well, that- yeah, I remember when Aisha ate, like, drank the cup of um, oh, leeches. Bro, I can't She's like, it. what the fuck am I doing here? Dude, oh my God, I was pissing myself. I was literally in hysterics laughing at her. Oh I could God. not. It was oh. so funny. But, babe, you're back. You're back to reality. What's next? Like, what's on? What do you want to do next? Oh, my God. It does just feel so good to be home, yeah. honestly. I needed that time just to reassimilate back into mm. normality. But honestly, there's so much I want to achieve and so much I want to do. But mm. obviously being back, recording the podcast now and being able to do what I love, which yeah. is record this incredible platform that we have, Yeah, uh, working with my best friend. Yeah. I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's in Amazing. the works. That's starting. Love um, it. Also just... Just living my best life and just yeah. being happy and content, and yeah. I and I really am, and I can't wait to fill you guys in on so much uh, that's been happening. And um, there's been a few questions. Uh, I'll just leave this little teaser. A few people have been saying, "Do you have a boyfriend?" A few people were. There was a say- few smart cookies. Yes, there's a fi- hey. There's, a, there's some uh, smart cookies in our Facebook group. There's, there's some smart I'll fucking tell you, cookies. You guys are fucking Albert Einstein's that yeah. listen to this podcast. Because I didn't even pick up on what they picked up on in the jungle. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on. I'll it. tell you what. But they're smart. So, smart, very yeah, smart. just leaving some Easter eggs for you guys. And I'm going to delve into that a lot more in our next episode. We're doing a massive catch up. Like a life catch like up. Fucking like proper. We're going to be sitting down telling you everything that's been going on. Yeah. Because it's, it's been a long time since we've done that. Yep. Yeah. It's it's been a really long time. And I think a lot's happened because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't shared anything. Ella and I have actually kind of switched kind of positions here in the sense that Ella's the one that's kind of. Full steam ahead, and I'm full the one steam. that's like, like has not dropped any clues, yeah. nothing. I'm like doing it completely opposite, but mm-hmm. can't wait to fill you guys in. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for all of your support for the entire time that I was in the jungle. I felt all of your love all the way from Africa, and it's so good to be back. It's so good to get back into the swing of things. Be it's was, exciting, yeah, and it's really exciting. Cannot wait. Thanks so much, guys. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.